Finally Enough is dedicated to cultivating a new way of living, going from busyness, achievement, stress, resentment, and perfectionism to stillness, flow, purpose, and peace. Here, soak up the beautiful truth that you don't have to strive to become enough. Instead, practice recognizing that you already are. Hello and welcome back to Finally Enough. I'm Anna Wickham. I am so glad you're here. If you're back, thanks for coming back and always glad to see you. And for those of you who are new, welcome. If you're new here, my name is Anna Wickham and I'm a coach who helps people overcome emptiness, anxiety, and feeling unsafe in their bodies through trauma healing and spirituality. And today I want to talk about something interesting and unique, which is the inner teenager. So you may have heard about the inner child. Probably if you are familiar with my work, you may have encountered the inner child. And we kind of know what that is, although we're going to review it all together today. But the inner teenager has come up a lot recently. And in fact, I did a reel on this that really resonated with a lot of people. So I wanted to expound on what is the inner teenager? How do you know when the inner teenager has come out? And what do you do about the inner teenager when you, when you notice that it's coming out? So I did not come up with this concept. This was the work of a woman named Pia Melody who did a lot of work in codependency recovery. So this is her concept, but I'm going off a a little off script, kind of my understanding of it and how I really see it play out. So I've got to got here the inner child traits and signs and then inner teenager ones. So let's get into it. So the inner child is the part of us that was once a child. And that child that was once a child is still in us now. And that child, if you experience trauma, then that child was too vulnerable. All children are vulnerable. They have no defenses of their own. Their defense, they are outsourcing their defenses to their caregiver. Their caregiver is responsible to be there defense physically and emotionally to keep them safe from threats. They cannot do that for themselves. So as a child, you may have felt too vulnerable if the adults in your life were not being those boundaries, those healthy boundaries for you. Um, And this can be emotionally as well as physically. So an inner child feels too vulnerable and needs some protection. An inner inner teenager is walled off. They are hard. So yeah, let me tell a little bit more about the teenager and then I'll go these traits like one by one. But the inner teenager is the defense that we develop after being too vulnerable as a child. So if as a child, we did not feel protected, we did not get the nurturing that we needed emotionally or physically or uh, spiritually and all those different ways, then we develop a hard protector part as a teenager. And it actually develops during our teenage years. When we're a child, we're, we, are, we are that vulnerable um, kind of open-hearted 
person. But if when we were open-hearted, we experienced hurt and disappointment, then as we become teenagers, we develop this walled off version of ourselves that's hard, doesn't let, may not let other people in. And it basically, this inner teenager is trying to protect that inner child in the absence of an adult who protected them, but they do it in a dysfunctional way. The inner teenager is, is a teenager. They are not a fully developed adult and they don't have the skills to protect a child. So they're protecting themselves in a, in an immature way. And what this looks like is often anger defiance. So all of these very stereotypical uh, characteristics of teenagers may be angry, defiant, stubborn, um, attacking. So they're too hard. They're too walled off, too protected. Like they're trying to build walls around themselves to protect themselves, but in the process, it keeps out the good connections. And you may be hearing when I say this, you may recognize this trait in yourself or maybe in someone that you know, because often, unless we go through the healing process and learn how to be an emotionally mature adult, then this inner teenager will continue to be the one in charge. Or we may alternate between an inner child and an inner teenager. You may alternate between being too vulnerable, being too open-hearted, being too trusting, being too um, available to other people, unprotected from other people, and then alternatively being too walled off, too hard, aggressive, being attacking other people, even if not physically, attacking them with your words, um, using sharp words, that's a defense mechanism. If you ever experience feeling spiky, like, a, like anyone's described you as a porcupine or a cactus, that those are your protect, and you've even heard that, kind of if you think about the cactus analogy, that the outside is, of the cactus is prickly, doesn't want you to come close. If anyone tries to come close, they're going to get hurt. Um, but inside, the cactus is squishy and soft. And so that's kind of what we're working with here. The inner teenager is often destructive and self-destructive. So you think about teenagers like maybe stereotypically doing graffiti, uh, destroying public property, um, shoplifting, like these destructive things that teenagers do, or maybe much worse than that, obviously stealing cars or, or hurting people or yeah, breaking and entering, obviously. Hopefully those are the more extreme cases, but seriously destructive to other people and often self-destructive as well and stereotypically thinking of a teenager being self-destructive i'm thinking of teenagers who start smoking cigarettes um, and who maybe start using drugs who get in with the wrong kids and start abusing alcohol um, even teenagers often being a teen is when um, cutting starts if someone cuts they often start that in their teenage years um, teenagers are often mocking, critical of themselves or others. 
And I'm going to interrupt the serious programming with a funny joke by John Mulaney. Oh my gosh. This literally just came to my mind. It wasn't even in my notes, but um, I'm going off of a Tara Brock. If you know who that is, Tara Brock is a, a spiritual teacher and she talks about these spiritual concepts, but she sprinkles in these like funny stories and it just is so, um, it kind of like drives home her point. So I'm going to tell you a funny story to drive down my, drive home my point about like a mocking, how inner teenager is mocking of self and others, critical of themselves and others, makes fun of people. Um, and so John Mulaney has a joke about how teenagers always have a dig that hurts the most. And he said he was walking down the street one day and across the street, there's like a group of teenagers and they're like pointing and laughing at John, John Mulaney and being like, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, you've got feminine hips. And John was like, that's what I'm most insecure about. <laughs> and so like that is the, that is a teenager and that's the inner teenager is very mocking and critical, not only of others, but of themselves. Um, often the inner child has uncontrolled sadness and the reason it's uncontrolled, you could say unregulated sadness. And if you think about a baby that needs to be consoled by an adult, it's easy to picture that, um, of they need their emotions regulated externally. They do not have the ability to regulate their own emotions, and they rely on an adult to help to console them. But when the inner teenager comes out and starts, so the inner teenager comes and says, I'm no longer going to let myself be so vulnerable. I've got this. That's the inner teenager. Then they may have uncontrolled anger, frustration, or rage. And many, many people these days um, have a deep anger inside of them and many women as well. Um, often that's a stereotypical male trait, but many women have anger inside of them. That's so deep, but they don't dare let it out. They don't dare acknowledge even to themselves that they are freaking mad. And the way to deal with that anger is to Admit that you are feeling that and to be able to let that out in a healthy way so that it doesn't come out in the form of attacking someone else, um, hurting other people or, um, yeah, road rage or something like that. That's how anger comes to the surface in an unhealthy way. And if we don't handle it in a healthy way, it will come to the surface in other unhealthy and destructive ways. And that's the inner teenager. So when you've got this anger and frustration and rage, those are not bad emotions. We have to let them come to the surface and we have to express them. Otherwise, um, they are going to come out at inopportune times. Um, the inner child kind of expects others to be better than them or smarter than them, that everyone knows better than them. But the inner teenager is kind of a know-it-all and I'm better than others. I know everything. And that's a defense mechanism. Um, and then 
yeah, we kind of, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the inner child feels emotions, but they are not, if they are not consoled by adults, then they will develop into the inner teenager. And that teenager aims to feel nothing. Says, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So those are the extremes of the inner child that's too vulnerable. And these really are, this is the child that ha- that you were, that real child. It's not a woo-woo concept. That real child is still within you. And then that teenager that you became, that teenager who was trying his or her best with the tools that he or she had, um, and without probably much parental guidance on how to regulate emotions, to deal with disappointment, to set boundaries and all of those things, these are the protective measures that the inner, that your teenage self, maybe if this is you, your teenage self put in place to protect you when you were too vulnerable. The inner teenager is not a villain. The inner teenager is not bad. Those were just the the resources that that you had at that time when you were a teenager to protect yourself when you were desperate to feel protected and when you were not protected by the adults around you. So what is the antidote to this? Because obviously the inner child, that's not going to cut it. We don't want to be so vulnerable and unprotected. But the inner teenager solution is not a good solution either because that's making us destructive, self-destructive, critical, not letting anyone close to us, not trusting anyone, too walled off and, and too protected so that we actually isolate ourselves. So what do we do? The answer comes in the inner adult. And the inner adult is essentially the healed you. And so what does the inner adult have for us? The inner adult provides the protection that the inner child needed, but in an emotionally mature way. So when the inner child was too vulnerable and the inner teenager was too walled off, the inner adult learns to have permeable boundaries. The inner adult learns to have boundaries, and that means you can let the good in, keep the bad out, um, and feel protected without walling off. So the inner child was was attacked, and if the inner child wasn't even attacked, was, was not nurtured. So we'll put it that way. The inner child was maybe attacked or maybe not nurtured, defenseless, and the inner teenager attacks back. But the inner adult learns healthy ways of protecting him or herself that don't hurt others. So instead instead of being destructive or self-destructive like the inner teenager is, the, the inner adult, which is the emotionally mature adult that we become when we go on the healing journey, learns how to nurture and care for him or herself in a way that isn't destructive to others and isn't self-destructive. So the inner child relies on adults 
and parents for validation. They are not capable of validating themselves. They need that um, mirroring of the adult in order to learn who they are. They always are who they are, but they need some guidance and validation and mirroring in order to find out who they are. Um, and the inner teenager, the way they handle this need for validation is by being critical of themselves, being critical of others and mocking others. But the inner adult learns how to be valid, self-validating and encouraging to him or herself. So the inner child has uncontrolled sadness, unregulated emotion. Um, that's often sadness, despair, hurt, disappointment. Fear is a big one. I can't believe I didn't bring it up until right now. Fear is a huge one. And actually, both the inner child and the inner teenager experience fear, great fear. They just, they approach it different ways. The inner child feels too vulnerable and uncontrolled sadness, uncontrolled fear, unregulated. And the inner teenager experiences uncontrolled anger, frustration, and rage. And that goes into like teenagers, you know, coming in and rioting in the streets, which actually there has been some of that in the news recently. Um, and our inner teenager is that way, uncontrolled anger, frustration, and rage. But when we learn how to be our own inner adult, we become the consoler of these feelings. We learn how to regulate our emotions, meaning we can feel the anger, we can feel the sadness and despair, but it's not uncontrolled, it's, it's consoled, it's soothed, so that it can be heal, felt and healed and finally subside. We learn how to be our own caretaker. Um, instead of feeling like everybody else is better than us, everybody else knows more than us, and unlike the, which is the inner child, and unlike the inner teenager who says, I know everything, I'm better than others, they don't know anything, I've got this, I can do everything on my own, that's another voice of the inner teenager, is I've got this, I don't need help. Um, the inner adult says, I'm equal to others. I'm equal, to, I'm not better than others, I'm not worse than others. And I have just as much to contribute to this world as others do. And they are willing and able to ask for help when they need it, unlike the inner teenager. So yeah, that's a good one too. The inner child is helpless. They need others in order to survive. They must have help for pretty much everything. Now the inner teenager says, I don't need anyone. I don't need any help. I'm never asking anyone for help because I don't trust anyone and because those people might take advantage of me or they might hurt me and I won't let that happen. But the inner adult says, I am self, I am the one responsible for taking care of myself. And that means sometimes taking care of myself requires that I ask for help. So they're not too self-sufficient. Um, you might even could call that the inner child is um, dependent. The inner teenager is uh, too independent. And the inner adult is interdependent. 
That means works with others uh, in a healthy way. Um, and the inner child um, feels emotions but is not consoled. And the inner teenager aims to feel nothing. I don't feel anything. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, and of course, the inner adult learns how to feel their feelings and console themselves. So the answer to the inner teenager, because the reason why, here's the reason why it's hard to shake the inner teenager, because this is our perceived protection. And we feel that if we let down that guard, that we will not be safe. Because at one time in our childhood, that was true. So they have good reason to feel that way. But the inner child, the inner teenager, I mean, is afraid that if you let down their defenses, they won't be safe. And so they are doing this. They don't want to be separate. They don't want to be attacking. They don't want to be so hard. They crave softness. But with softness comes fear that they'll be too vulnerable and that they won't be safe and that they'll be taken advantage of. This is why it's hard to shake the inner teenager. And the only way to shake the inner teenager is to help our inner child feel protected, but in an adult way. So the answer to our inner teenager is trauma healing. It is reparenting. And that is finding and developing the inner adult. And it may be difficult to find an emotionally mature adult within you if you did not have an emotionally mature adult in the home for you to model after. Um, and that's often the case for people who've experienced trauma. They experienced trauma in the first place because the caregivers responsible for taking care of them were not emotionally mature, were not able to give them the nurturing that they needed. And so that's how they learned to take care of themselves as well. So finding and developing that inner adult, you can ask for help with this because you may not have those resources available to you because there wasn't an example of that in your life. So don't feel bad if you don't know how to be that balanced inner adult. Oh, that's another one I kind of forgot to mention that the inner child is one extreme. The inner teenager is another extreme black and white thinking, black and white thinking for both of them. But the inner adult learns how to have balance, see gray. Things are not black or white. Things are not zero or a hundred. They're in between. They're not eating the whole box of Oreos. They're having one or two or, you know, whatever is a reasonable serving. I'm not saying that's the only reasonable serving of Oreos, but yeah. Um, so don't be hard on yourself if you feel like you hear these descriptions of inner adult and you're like, I have no fucking idea how to do that. Most, many people don't, I guess I shouldn't say most people, but I would say at least 50% of people don't have those tools available to them either. So you are not alone. And the way to do that is to look outside to, you're going to have to get some help or support most likely if you don't have those resources 
in you. That was always the answer for me. I had to get support outside of myself because, and that's not getting outside validation or saying that the solution is outside of you, but that's accepting help and support to be able to reach your goals. Because within you, you're like a library. And if there's no books with the answers in that library, then you're you know, you don't have those books. You have to go get those, add those to your library so that, you know, they don't, the other doesn't become your dependency, but they become knowledge, new information, a new approach that you can use. And you can add that to your library too. So when you start to find and develop this inner adult, this inner adult needs to listen to what the inner child and inner teenager have to say without arguing or judging them. Listen to when your inner teenager says, I'm angry. You can listen just like, just like a loving adult, just like a caring, unconditionally loving parent. And then you can let them know that you are an adult and you are here to take care of them now inner child you are going to be cared for now by the inner adult and you inner teenager you don't have to be the, try to be the parent anymore you're a child you need to be parented too you don't have to be the parent you don't have to try to try to try to save things yourself anymore and you seek resources to learn healthy ways of handling your feelings so that you don't become isolated and destructive and self-destructive like the teenager. And you can practice this new way imperfectly. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. So I hope that has been helpful for you to maybe identify some parts of yourself and not to demonize those parts and not to judge those parts because they are there to protect you. They are just trying to protect you. And the more you gain the resources to protect yourself in an emotionally mature way, then the more the teenager can subside and feel like, okay, me and the inner child are going to be safe because there's an adult here now. I can put down my defenses. And then you won't be so defensive anymore. You won't be so destructive. You won't be so self-destructive. You won't feel the urge to attack in order to keep yourself safe. So if you are looking for support as you learn to develop this inner adult, then my program Reparenting You is exactly that. It's learning how to be that inner adult so the inner teenager can rest. You can develop this inner adult no matter how old you are, no matter how many things you've tried in the past, no matter... Um, how long it's been, no matter how angry you are when you're honest with yourself. No matter any of those things, it is never too late or too dire for you to develop the inner adult. So if you would like to enlist my support and help, I would be honored. You can learn more about this program at annawickham.com slash reparenting hyphen you annawickham.com slash reparenting hyphen you. And for all of you who are on the, the journey with me, the journey is never over, but we can experience great relief and healing um, quicker than you might imagine 
when we say, when we know what we're doing, when we know, okay, I'm not going to push harder to be the inner teenager. I'm not going to double down on being the inner teenager. I'm going to look for a third way. There is a third alternative and it's the inner adult. And you can do this. You can do this. Gain, enlist whatever support or help is, you know, is available. There's books, there's resources like my program, there's other programs, there's lots of modalities to help with this. So do what resonates with you. And if you seek guidance, ask the universe for guidance on your next step then the universe will let you know what to do next. If you're open, if you remain open to this third way, instead of doubling down on the inner child or the inner teenager and say, I don't know what my next step is, but I'm open to a new way, then I know that you will be led. You will be led. Healing is available no matter what. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And if this podcast resonated with you, feel free to share it with someone who you think it might resonate with or who might find it interesting. While you're at it, be sure you are subscribed and that you have notifications set so you can be the first one to be notified when there's a new episode out. And if you are not already following on Instagram and TikTok, you can find me there at Anna E. Wickham, A-N-N-A-E-W-I-C-K-H-A-M on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you next time. I'm so glad you joined me today. If this episode resonated with you and you'd like to help more people find this content, I would love it if you'd consider leaving a review. Take care always and I'll see you next time.